can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. But sometimes I wonder what he can do through me. No great success to show, no glory of my own, yet in my weakness, he is there to let me of you that are listening to us 
by radio, or viewing us on the internet or television to the service that is already in progress at the Abundant Life Seventh-day Adventist Church. We are located at 1720 North J Street in Las Vegas, Nevada. If you would like to reach us, you can call us at 702-647-2627. Again, that number is 702-647-2627. For those of us, for those of you that are viewing us by radio and would like to see us um, by internet, you can visit us at www.abundantlifelv.org. That's abundantlifelv.org. Today, our speaker today is a senior interim senior pastor. For those of you that have been listening, he is no stranger to you. Pastor Lee was, Pastor Russell Lee was, is our speaker today. After our special music, the next voice that you will hear is that of our interim senior pastor, Pastor Russell Lee was. Peace. 
and Sister Murphy, it must be love. It's a beautiful song, is it not? It must, must be love. It can't be anything else. Why Jesus came, amen? Must be love. I want to thank the team here and um, I want to thank the musicians and Sister Brown and the team. Thank you for complimenting the service. Thank you, drummer. Appreciate it, everybody. And thank you for being here. Don't think we're not glad to see you. I'd have to preach to the pews if you weren't here. Now I would preach. God said I should preach. But it's so much better when you're here to look at you and just to know that we are together worshiping our God. Let's pray. Father, if you can use anything, you can use me. Amen. Our text today is very familiar with us. Are you glad to be here, church? You sure? <laughs> so your mind is not on the other side of town. You're with me. All right, all right, 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 right. The text is simply saying to us, and I want to read from the amplified version because I like it. Brianna, I like, I like how it says it. You know, we use the King James. It's all right. We love King James. But the Amplified Bible says it this way. For God so greatly, Steve, loved and dearly prized the world that he even gave up his only begotten, a unique son, so that whoever believes in, trusts in, Sister Bray, welcome home, <laughs> clings to, relies on him, shall not perish, come to destruction, be lost, but have eternal, ever, everlasting life. You might be wondering, I know that text. I know it by heart. I think it's relevant to the subject that I want to share with you today. Sister Ewan, the title of the sermon. Hope you remember it, y'all, for mid next week, because people tell me, Elder Brown, they don't remember the sermons after Wednesday. <laughs> after Wednesday, Elder Sanford. What was that sermon about again? So the sermon title today is Show Me the Money. Yeah, I looked at some other titles, you know, Candice, and I, I was like, show me the treasure. Mm, they're not going to remember that. Uh, when God gave, 
No, no. But show me the money. Now, I, I, I think that for, 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 for a while, you should remember at least the title. Show me the money. You know, it isn't uncommon for us to separate our finances from God. God is over here, but my finances, Brother Chaplin, nice to see you, but my finances are separated from everything else. And so there's a huge influence, Miko, that money has on people. You could be poor, dirt, poor, I've heard it said. But as soon as the Lord bless you with a little something, something, <laughs> it transforms you. It cleans you up. You look a little different. Some people, they may have been eating uh, some, 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 some bread, just dry bread. When they get some money, they start buying brie cheese. See, you don't even know what brie cheese is. Nobody said amen. Go ahead, <laughs> yeah. You start buying cheese from France because you get a little money. Money has the influence to just transform people. Their folk will do anything for money. <laughs> influence is a powerful thing. I want to tell you right now. And I want you to know that you're either being influenced or you are influencing someone or both. Influence is a powerful thing over our lives. In fact, in fact, it is not uncommon, Elder O.D., to hear parents say, my child is a chip off the old block. All right. I can't say that too much about my son that is looking like me, but I'm still praying. <laughs> Everybody says he looks like his mother. That's all right. <laughs> Time will tell, Brother Mike. <laughs> Time will tell. Influence, influence. So, so we find that, that people are influenced, youth, children are influenced by their parents, by different individuals, by their idols. There are things that I didn't understand about myself as a young man in my teens until I had frank conversations with my parents. And I didn't understand a lot about our youth here, Christine had abundant life, until I looked at their parents. Come on and say amen. Don't get quiet. Getting quiet so soon? Come on. Yeah. You look at the children, look at the youth, and if you really want to know what drives them, I learned two years in the ministry that you need to go visit the parents. Spend some more time with the parents and you will get an understanding of, 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 of what the children, Steve, are like. Yeah. And, and even with folk that are dating, all the single Christian women who, who have dreams of getting married, of 
putting on that white dress and looking pretty on that day. If you really want to know about the young man that you are dating, just take a look-see on how he treats his mother. And you will learn a lot. <laughs> you will learn a lot about what you are to expect and receive from this individual in the future. All I'm saying, there's real power in influence. You know Usain Bolt. Some of you know Usain Bolt. Oh, you guys haven't been looking at the Olympics, huh? Just a few of you. Oh, I've been looking at it. <laughs> I don't get much football, but when it comes to track and field, oh boy, it's a different scenario. Usain Bolt does one little thing like that, and it's all around the world. Little kids, middle, youth, young adults, old people doing the bolt. There is power in influence. And so our key text today, John 3.16, is relevant because it gives us a blueprint, church, of what it means to be a faithful steward in the Adventist church. Yeah. God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he gave. And I'm of the opinion today, I'm of the opinion that, that there is a connection between our love and our finances. I, I'm of the opinion that our appreciation of mission and the Great Commission in our church is somehow connected to our finances. Yes, 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 yes. Turn your Bibles to 1 Timothy 6. 1 Timothy, come on, break out those Bibles because this is not a speech. This is the Word of God. This is preaching time. Yeah, 1 Timothy chapter 6. 1 Timothy 6. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, Yeah, 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 5. Now, I want you to look at this. Look at it. Don't look at me right now. Just look at this. Look in your Bible. All right? Verse 5. Perverse disputings of men of corrupt minds and destitute of the truth, supposing that gain is godliness. From such withdraw thyself. But godliness with contentment is what? Or oh, some people following me. For we brought nothing in this world, and it is certain we can do what? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And having food and raiment, let us be there with what? Yeah. But that, but, 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 they that will be rich fall into what? Praise God you're not rich. Hmm. And a snare, and into many foolish and hurtful lusts which drown men in what? And what? For the what? Is the root of what? 
which while some coveted after they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves with some sorrows. Now, this did not say anything wrong with treasure and money. Poverty stinks. No money, poverty. We got a problem. But when God has blessed you, you have a greater Stay with me. Now, where was I? There is a connection between giving and a mission and those who consider themselves true disciples. And, 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 and true disciples, Brother Smith, true disciples don't listen to the sermon selectively. You know, you know, listen with a filter on. We just hear what we want to hear. We take away what we want and then we leave with what we like. But a true disciple, a true disciple up front lets you know no part of his life is off limits to the word of God. Even his giving. God can come in and take over his giving in his life. And stewardship is no different. See, stewardship, for it to be real stewardship, real stewardship, it has to be consistent. Say consistent, elders. Consistent. Yeah. Church, say consistent. consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're helping me now. Consistent. It's not Stewardship, if it's not consistent. At least it's not real stewardship. And if you believe that, 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 that God is faithful, say amen. amen. Has God been good to you? Amen. Oh, boy. When I reflect on what God has done for my life, God is good. But at the foundation of God's giving is love. In other words, never give, never serve, never visit the sick and the shut in unless it is prompted by your love for God. For God so loved that he gave, gave to us. Now, consistency is, is, is a condition of holding together. The consistency is a principle and a practice. If you're consistent, that means things are in harmony. Can you say amen? A faithful person is a dependable person. Can you be depended on? Can, can, can they depend on you? Are you a dependable person? The world is full of people who can start 
things, Elder Sanford. We just love to start new things, fantastic things. Uh, take, for instance, uh, you, know, you want to get your physique together. You get some Billy Blanks, that's old. Billy Blanks old. You get some P90X, now, that's new. That's new, right? Yeah, yeah. You get some DVDs, some videos, and you put them in, and for the first couple of months, you working out, boy. You're putting in some. Every morning, you're getting up early, and you're walking. You're doing the routine, and, 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 and you're thrilled, you're excited, you're having a fine time with the P90X and, 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 and the other one called Insanity. And you're doing great things on target, Steve, in the gym, until you fizzle out. It's no longer exciting. So you stop going. It's overwhelming. Wonder what would happen if God was like that with us? <laughs> what if God just started, you know, uh, not, not coming on time with our prayer requests? W wonder what would happen if God took a day off? Just get up one morning and say, you know what, Father, I'm not going down today, taking a little time off. Can you just imagine for a moment if God would respond to us proportionate to our time spent in prayer with him? Inconsistency is a disease. And as a congregation, all I'm asking the church today is abundant life faithful as it could be. We have church officer elections coming up, right? Right, right church, right, right? Yeah. And, and that means some of you will be getting calls and people praying with you and trying to fill the empty slots with the departments and those departments that haven't been active and, 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 and religious liberty that has been very active, amen. Religious liberty and amen. Yeah, you see them. Yeah, and they're doing fine work. If you are gonna serve and serve with distinction, then, then you need to know something. Successful ministry demands and requires you to be consistent in your personal life. Consistent in, in, in advancing the cause of God. Nobody here wants a car that doesn't work or works sometimes. You jump in, freshen up, suit on, get ready to go to church, and bam, it stops on the 95. And you're out there in triple-digit heat, and you can't make it to church. You call the deacon, and, and no response. <laughs> Deacon busy, that's all it is. What, what's up with you? Nobody wants a lemon like that. You want a car that works. You want a car that is, 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 is consistent.
consistent. You can depend on it. Nobody wants an AC unit to go out in midsummer. You got to run out of that apartment. Inconsistency is no fun. Because inconsistency breeds insecurity, Ashley. Say insecurity, church. You know, our marriages, more of our marriages would be better off if there were, if, if, if there were some consistency there. You, you know, being, being consistent. It, it, even some of our parents, some of our parents would love their youth to exercise a little consistency. They just don't know what their children will do next. You might have quiet today. Better get the amens in early. Some parents rather not know what their children are doing on Facebook. Some parents are nervous when the phone rings because they don't know where in the city their little girl is going to be next. Inconsistency produces insecurity. But faithfulness, Katika, faithfulness produces contentment and good sleep at night. No surprises. You know what you're going to get. Can you imagine what would happen if we approach our jobs like how oh, we approach the church and the ministries? <laughs> you know, don't show up sometimes. Oh, it will take care of itself. Can you tell that, tell that to, to your job? Huh? Can you not show up for work and still expect to get paid? Huh? <laughs> Can you ask your friend to clock in for you? Still get paid? What if you're tardy every morning and not be there on the job? What would happen to your employment? <laughs> <laughs> 